This video focuses on a story that has haunted America for decades and has become known as the Sally House. The concept of haunted houses dates back centuries and has always been a fascination among storytellers, writers, and more recently, podcasters and live streamers. When discussing the haunted house phenomenon and that of fiction, we tend to think of Shirley Jackson and the haunting of Hill House or Stephen King's infamous novel, The Shining. Such terrifying encounters force us to have one last look under the bed before turning off the lights. On the flip side, there are countless videos and photographs which seem to capture paranormal activity occurring in various structures across the world. And with the rise of the internet and social media, access to this information is just a click away. It would certainly be naive of us to believe that every video, photograph or Instagram post contains evidence of the supernatural and that of a possible afterlife. There are countless stories which are emphasized or indeed made up to scare our friends, family or subscribers and to teach our children that there are consequences to their actions through fear of fictitious entities that supposedly reside in their bedroom closets. And yet, there are certain stories that have a long-lasting effect and chill us to the bone when we hear, read or witness them for ourselves. It is the purpose of this video to understand and study one of these unique cases. Let us take you down the Missouri River to Atchison County and to a large house in the middle of a small neighborhood which has become the reluctant hotspot for ghost hunters and paranormal investigators for years. Hit those lights, sit back, and let us take you to the Sally House. When one imagines a haunted house, images of large multi-floored gothic manors spring to mind, complete with scary gargoyles, creaky staircases, and shadowy hallways, where tortured souls and vengeful demons take up their residence. However, much like the notorious structure in Amateurville, Long Island, made famous by the novel and film franchise The Amateurville Horror, the dwellings of Sally is just like any other house in a small town, which unfortunately has a ghastly history to its name. As with any credible haunted house story, we must first consider where and what we are talking about before we meet and unmask the terrors that lie in wait on the other side of the door. Atchison is a city and county seat of Atchison County, Kansas, in the United States, which runs alongside the nearby Missouri River. The building itself is still standing, despite the countless array of mysterious and supernatural activity that now attracts visitors from far and wide to spend their time and money to try and make sense of what happened nearly 150 years ago. Known as the most haunted house in Kansas, the residence, whose full address is named 508 North 2nd Street, was built in the mid-1800s during a population boom in the community of Atchison. Despite being occupied by various tenants throughout the years, it was during the occupation by a local physician that changed the course of history for the house, the town itself, and to all of those who live within it. There are conflicting stories about how the building was decorated and reconfigured during the time of the medical practitioner's residence. The most popular story goes as follows. Many state that the front of the home had been designed and used as an open office space, complete with pharmaceutical equipment, medical apparatus, and surgical beds, where the doctor was able to conduct his administrative duties, as well as perform examinations on his patients. The upstairs and surrounding areas were for personal use and served as a conventional home for the man and his wife, 
which seemed to blossom into a convenient work-home-life balance. One morning, not long after the physician had settled into his routine at the house, a lady arrived on his doorstep carrying a child. She appeared visibly distressed, overwrought and in a complete state of frenzy due to the pain that her daughter was experiencing in her abdomen. As the doctor made immediate preparations for a close examination and diagnosis of the girl, he would learn that the troubled child had collapsed earlier that day due to the severe discomfort in her stomach, that she was six years of age and that her name was Sally. After performing a variety of tests, inspections and analysis on the infant, as well as discussing the status of her health with both Sally and her mother, the physician came to a swift conclusion and diagnosed her with appendicitis. Not knowing how bad the pain would get if the appendix would burst, or how much more discomfort the poor girl could take, the decision was made to go straight into the surgery theatre. To ensure that the pouch inside the girl's abdomen did not flare up or split, the doctor wasted no time in grabbing his scalpel and began cutting into Sally's stomach. Unfortunately, much to the girl's anguish and mother's terror, he had begun the procedure before the administered anesthesia had taken full effect. It was noted that Sally's screams were not only blood-curdling, but filled with rage and torment, as she trembled with agony on the surgical bed, before suddenly going quiet and appearing to pass out due to the pain. Much to her mother's fear, and to every patient's worst nightmare, her daughter had in fact died right then and there on the mattress, her body lifeless and limp, as the blood dripped from her appendix and mouth. The story of what happened to Sally is indeed tragic and is something that no one ever wishes to hear, see or read about from any time period or from any walk of life. Though it is not uncommon for surgical procedures to have failed dreadfully in previous years, especially that of the 1800s, what makes Sally's case most disturbing is that she died whilst in the process of being held down and cut open by a strange man with a knife her last memory that she was being tortured and murdered. No one knows for sure what happened to the mother, nor do we know much more about the aftermath of the medical practice and that of the physician himself in the months and years that followed. What we do know is that time passed, as did the gossip and memories about what happened on that fateful morning at the ordinary house in Atchison. Time heals all wounds, as they say. However, it wasn't until the mid-1990s that the trauma and heartbreak left behind at the residence would be restored. Sally's name would be spoken once more, this time from beyond the grave. A married couple named Tony and Deborah Pickman became the first people to fall victim to the hauntings at the residence after becoming owners of the house more than 30 years ago. During their stay at 508 North 2nd Street, both Tony and Deborah started noticing odd occurrences that they could not explain. These included voices emanating from certain rooms in the home, finger markings smudged in what appeared to be blood, and most worryingly, physical attacks on Tony from an invisible force. Scratches would mysteriously appear on Tony's body, especially on his abdomen and chest area, causing sharp pains and striking fear into the couple as they were unable to comprehend what was happening or able to fight back. Candles would suddenly ignite and burn for hours on end, as well as flowers which appeared to spontaneously combust when the paranormal activity was at its most prominent. It must also be noted that both Deborah and the couple's newborn baby were never targeted by the unseen entity, 
However, despite this fact, and the fact that there was no activity within the nursery that was designed for their child, Tony and Deborah decided to seek help after becoming increasingly concerned for their safety. Unable to cope with the ever-threatening situation, not to mention the physical ailments and mental strain that such an invisible phantom was seemingly able to impose upon them, the Pickmans consulted a local investigative team known as the Kansas Paranormal Group for answers. Due to the group's knowledge on the history of the house, including that of Sally, the couple would listen with helpless horror about the events that took place all those years ago and watch as the team conducted their research, displaying their findings to the terrified husband and wife. It was discovered and relayed by the paranormal team that Sally's spirit, certainly that of a little girl, was indeed present within the house and even more terrifying that another ghostly figure was apparent. A middle-aged woman who may or may not have been a contact or relation to the deceased child. This leads many to consider and discuss the possibility of an alternative story about what occurred at the house during the time of the physician's medical practice. On an episode of the popular television series A Haunting, which is primarily based on supposed real-life stories about haunted houses and or people, the mystery surrounding Sally's origins is rather different. According to those involved in the making of the episode, the doctor was as originally detailed, working from his home at the property, tending to his patients and becoming well known within the community. This time, however, it is believed that he was in fact having a secret relationship with an African-American lady who worked as a maid within the house. This affair was extremely secretive due to the cultural differences and racial divide that was prominent in middle America at that time. Such a relationship, though not uncommon, was never broadcast in public and could have jeopardized the doctor's position within the local community. The affair continued until one day the housemaid became pregnant and eventually gave birth to a baby girl, whom she named Sally. The story goes that when the child turned six, she fell ill with abdominal pains, which resulted in the aforementioned diagnosis of appendicitis. This time, however, the doctor did nothing at all to help her, instead refusing to acknowledge the mother and child's desperate pleas for help, for fear that his mistress and daughter would be identified and revealed to the world. As the girl slowly drifted in and out of consciousness towards her death, her mother, through sheer anguish and desperation, attacked the man whose duty and profession it was to protect and save Sally's life, regardless of the consequence, and yet refused. Unable to overpower the physician, and with her daughter passing away right in front of her eyes, the housemaid fought with him until the very end, where she too met her demise at the negligence and cowardice of the doctor. This alternative storyline ends with the doctor having moved out of the premises to perform his medical practice elsewhere and to run away from his failures and unforgivable behavior, which resulted in the needless deaths of two innocent, vulnerable souls. Though the doctor never paid the ultimate price for his actions and managed to escape without being brought to justice, the ghosts of young Sally and her mother seemingly remained at the house, their anger and distrust of men becoming ever more evident as the years have passed. It is as if the housemaid wishes to stay with her daughter to watch over her in death, whilst attending to the property and fending off anyone she considers a threat to Sally, which Tony Pickman found out all too well. The conclusion being that, whatever happened that day, left a never-ending grudge against any man who walks through the doors of the house, 
a house that may in fact contain the remains of the mother and child underneath its structure or within its grounds. For Tony and Deborah, the attacks were becoming too much to bear. Their dog would see things that no one else could see and began to bark uncontrollably at an unseen spectre on a consistent basis. Objects would also fly across the room at speed in the direction of Tony. So in the end, and unsurprisingly, the couple admitted defeat by packing up their belongings and selling the house, hoping that who, or whatever remains within its walls, ultimately finds peace. Since the couple moved out, the house at North 2nd Street has remained uninhabited and is the subject of countless documentaries, paranormal ghost hunts, and in the age of social media, a backdrop for Halloween selfies. In recent years, one can pay money to stay at the residence during the year, or at night, to fully immerse themselves in the haunted house, which includes the signing of a waiver to absolve the current owners of any responsibility for what may occur, whether it be physical, mental, or emotional trauma. Naturally, media attention on the property and that of the town and its residents has multiplied due to the internet and wannabe ghost hunters who are looking to exploit the story in any way possible. Yet those who either stay or visit the house leave with an awkward, some may say haunted feeling of having been in the presence of Sally and taken aback by the realization of what she must have went through. It is said that video and investigative equipment suddenly crash or stop working. Temperatures seem to drop to sub-zero conditions and trained animals such as rescue dogs refuse point blank to enter certain rooms of the house, especially that of the nursery. Most recently in October 2021, Andrea Clements from the Atchison Chamber of Commerce stated that I always get a headache when I'm in the house and a scratchy feeling in the back of my throat. Having explored the Sally House alongside Apex Paranormal Events, a paranormal investigative team which is headed up by lead investigator Elijah Bushholtz, it is evident that the place leaves a long-lasting impression. Every time we've come, it's gotten progressively more intense. What we feel, it's more dangerous, Elijah claims. Elijah and his group agreed to go into the house alongside the American news network, Newsy, which is situated and headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia. Not long after both teams arrived and entered the household, strange things began to occur some of which was caught on camera and documented by the news channel. Within minutes, it appeared that electronics and technical equipment shut down and was unable to reboot. Elijah states during the creepy encounter that on the first floor in the nursery area, noises such as footsteps and whispers can be heard, as well as toys moving around the room all on their own. Before both teams make their escape from the troubled house, spirit boxes begin to emit sounds which they believe could be that of Sally, or perhaps the cries from her grieving mother. Though skepticism surrounds many supernatural investigative programs, such as Most Haunted and Paranormal Witness, the concept of reality TV blended with actual witness testimony has become big business for those of us who wish to tune in. The format of such shows managed to convince Tony and Deborah Pickman to return to Sally House once more during an episode of the popular paranormal series Ghost Adventures which is shown on the Travel Channel on a regular basis. On the sixth episode of their 10th season, hosts Zach, Aaron, and former member Nick decided to step through the doors of the now infamous dwelling and were accompanied by the former owners in the hope that Sally would reveal herself one more time for the viewers at home. Throughout the episode, various events took place, which certainly give one pause for thought 
considering the history of the house as Tony Pickman once again feels the wrath of the begrudged spirit. When examining a burning sensation on the back of his neck, the former victim of the house finds it to be a swollen welt, when at the exact same moment, a psychic named Anissa, who is also in attendance, becomes lightheaded and almost collapses. In addition, presenter Jay from the Ghost Adventures crew also feels his arm being scratched by an invisible force, which he cannot explain or see. At another moment in the episode, the motion tracking pug device, which allows people to track spirit motion and behaviours, seems to emit certain words that render the team baffled and terrified. When Billy, another member of the team, uses the device to determine if there is a possibility of contact within one of the rooms, the puck responds by alternating the words, Scratch Satan Pain Kept Spirits. This, plus many other strange noises and unexplained occurrences happen throughout the team's visit to the house, as well as their return to their hotel in Kansas City, where they continue to analyse the data and are frightened by the evidence that was gathered. No matter what one may think of these popular reality shows, they certainly get us talking and shed a light on stories, people and places that are worthy of our own investigation in relation to paranormal or supernatural activity. And so, it is at this point that we take our leave from the Sally House. Whatever happened in that house all those years ago has certainly left its mark on the community and to all those who dare to enter or stay within its walls. The fact that no one has had the courage to live in the property after the story of Tony and Deborah Pickman was portrayed on the news and other media leads one to believe that something definitely resides at the home of the deceased girl. If indeed the building was the scene of a surgical operation gone wrong, or that of a cowardly physician who was only looking out for himself, let us hope that if the young girl known as Sally did in fact perish in that house, and one day, she finally finds peace along with her mother. Until then, always remember that it is believed when someone dies in the grip of extreme rage, sorrow or pain, the grudge which remains will affect those who tread upon it. So be careful when discussing Sally or visiting her house. You never know if she will come out to play. Thanks for watching. Let us know your thoughts and theories on the Sally house and if you've ever visited. And we'll see you tomorrow for another creepy video.